Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your host and game master. This week, I invited the boys from System Mastery to play Dark Sentencer, a micro-RPG inspired by Coheed and Cambria. It follows a group of galactic criminals trying to escape a prison planet. Powered by the interpretation of tarot cards, this system gives players a lot of freedom. And of course, Jeff, John, and I took that and ran with it. If you were a fan of the kind of wild world building that we did with Triniton, you're going to like this game. Before we get to that, I've got a few announcements. This Friday is my birthday, and to celebrate, I'm going to be running a special stream of the Dungeon Dome. We're trying something new. Dungeons and Dollars. The premise is simple. I asked my friends Liz Anderson, Brad Pike, Alex Manich, and James Dugan to join me for a dungeon crawling adventure. And for every bit of treasure they manage to extract from my dungeon, I will reward them with real money. Of course, they'll have to contend with deadly traps and deadlier monsters in order to make a profit. It's Dungeons & Dragons crossed with a game show. If you want to watch or join in on the fun by helping or harming our heroes as they plunder the dungeon looking for riches, you can join us this Friday at 7.15pm Central Time over at twitch.tv slash oneshotrpg. Heroes, the Campaign Podcast is teaming up with the Cryptid Keeper Podcast to bring you a live show. That's going to be in Chicago at Stage 773 on July 6th. There are tickets still available, but they are going very, very quickly. So if you had any interest in seeing this live show, I recommend you follow the link in the show notes and pick up a ticket. Speaking of live shows and tickets going quickly, Gen Con is around the corner, and Gen Con events are open for booking right now. 90% of OneShot's events are up and available for booking. That includes the campaign live show this year, which is going to have musical performances and all your favorite characters, and I am extremely excited to bring it to you. But seating is limited, so if you want to attend the live show, head over to Gen Con's website and search for the campaign live show along with the other wonderful events we're running from OneShot and book your seat now. Now with all of that out of the way, I'll see you in the mid-roll, heroes. Alright heroes, let's meet our party for this week. We got some voices that I think you'll be familiar with and hopefully excited to hear. First up, we got John. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Ooh, it's so good. Uh, I can't do that to our audience much longer. John, <laughs> welcome back to One Shot. Thank you for having me back. Please let the people know who you are. Where can they find you? If they heard that voice and went, oh boy, I'm real excited to hear more of that voice. What I want is that in my ears <laughs> all the time. Then you can find us... And I say us as a spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. Major spoiler coming up. <laughs> you can find me on uh, System Mastery, Movie Mastery, Expounded Universe, and a, a little something called Arms of the Tide. Ooh, okay. Uh, you know what? I am going to ask more about Arms of the Tide right now because we've got another person, again, spoiler alert, oh, who will be able to tell us about System Master. So Arms of the Tide is... An actual play podcast. Mm -hmm. We are using the Mutants in the Night system from DC. 
Mm-hmm. And it is set in a world of our creation, really set up and DM by Quinn. This might be because this game uses tarot and it's awoken my latent psychic powers, but I'm getting a W, a Quinn, a Quinn W. Is Quinn, that right? Quinn dubs? Yeah. Is would he Quinn Dubby do? Is that that's it? it? That you got name? it in one. Okay, okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> Quinn will love that, I'm sure. I hope that he listens to this. <laughs> we'll, we'll force I hope him it to. gives him hell. This is, uh, yeah. Hey, we did such a good job of the Arms of the Tide plug. Um, so, hey, yeah. It's great. It is GM by Quinn, Quinn Wilson. Um, and we, we've got a great cast, very diverse, except for me. Mm-hmm. I'm the token straight white man. Mm-hmm. You gotta in the have group. at least one, uh, apparently. Yeah, but we got robots, we got plant people, we got little bird penguin people. It's a great setting. Sort of Magitech meets like Shadowrun without all of the horrible garbage. Ooh! Well, you know, I do love Shadowrun with and without the garbage, so that's great. Oh, yeah. Uh, With that, I think I'm going to introduce our other voice, and that's Jeff. Hi, everybody. It's me. Hey, Jeff, uh, please tell us about System Master. I want to start... Just a second ago, John, when he was like, oh, I'm the one token white guy in the show. But don't worry, because what we've got is, and I was so ready for him to start unspooling the POC credentials of everybody else on the show. Uh, but no, okay. Uh, yeah, I am one of the two hosts of System Mastery, mm-hmm. along with my buddy John here. Uh, System Mastery is a role-playing review, uh, archivism, and humor podcast where we go and we find old role-playing games from the mists of history all the way up until the near modern day, because we don't like to do stuff that's still in print. Uh, And then we read them and review them so that you don't have to, because we try to find bad stuff. Mm, Yeah. uh, A few, I think like one or two of those games have been on episodes of One Shot, uh, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. most of them have not, and for very good reason. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think there's a little bit of cross. The thing is, we don't mind getting a win every now and again. It's fun to rip into a bad game, but every once in a while, we'll hit a Gamma World or a Vanishing Point and be like, heck yeah, this game rules. If you can find it, do so. Rad. Rad. Well, uh, I hope our listeners check that out. Today, we are going to be playing Dark Sentencer. It is a micro game uh, about escaping a prison planet. I'm going to read their little introduction here because uh, creating characters is something that you kind of do live uh, (laughs) as part of playing the game. Um, You are a prisoner on the Dark Sentencer, a high-tech prison planet for the worst of the worst. And in 11 days, you and the others on your cell block are going to escape. Nice. Um, I I just noticed, this is by uh, Marn, it says here on the cover mm -hmm. that I have. Right above that, it's a Coheed and Cambria RPG. What what is that? Coheed and Cambria is a band. Yeah. I'm not familiar. Oh, Oh. man. I only know them from their one song that was in some rock band game. Yeah. Where they kind of sound... Like your grandma. Like your grandma's singing prog rock, actually. Yeah. I remember them because back back in the bad old days when we were playing uh, uh, rock band on on lock for hours at a time, I would sing the song as like, Do you want some ribbon candy? Because it sounded like (laughs) that. If you mow my lawn, I'll give you a nickel. Yeah. (laughs) I don't, but they're like a big deal uh, 
fairly modern prog rock bands. But so. that's very cool. I mean, to yeah. part the kimono a little bit, we sourced from Twitter like, uh, hey, does anybody have any suggestions of RPGs that fit one-shot's criteria for this year that, that are micro games? Mm-hmm. Uh, and this slid across our desk. So it's pretty neat that uh, we have this inspiration that, I, you know, I, I don't know this band. I can't appreciate it. But I'm sure everybody, if listeners, if you are out there and you think uh, the designer did a good job, please let them know. Uh, I, I was wondering, because earlier I was looking through the setup for the game, and I noticed it said a playlist of prog rock suitable for a space prison escape is one of the things you need. Oh, well. Yeah. Obviously. We're going to probably have to skip that because it would be tough to record around. It would make editing difficult. Mm, yeah, it would be uh, tough to record around and we don't want to get extremely just so <laughs> sued. <laughs> just, just. Oh, no. It's, it's not in the ideals of the prog musician to sue. They would do it. You're though. right. They would. That, like, they, would. They, would listen, they listen to us and what we did and they'd be like, you know, normally we're, we don't, but we have to. I, we I absolutely cannot must. be associated with this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this was sent to us by Corpse Revivers uh, on Twitter, at Corpse Revivers. Uh, so thank you so much, Marn. That's great. And everybody who is a fan of, of this band, uh, please, you know, just, just shower this game in praise because this looks like it's going to be super fun. Uh, with that, we are going to create our characters, and for that, this game uses a tarot deck. We don't have a physical tarot deck on us, but uh, Jeff has a couple different random tarot generators. Uh, mm-hmm. So pull from the major arcana generator, Jeff. I'd be happy to. How many cards do you need? So let's let's just do one at a time. We'll, we'll go through each of us. Uh, John, why don't you start us off? Oh, sure. Pull, right. me, pull me off a major arcana. Oh, it would be my absolute one pleasure to do so. big old arcana. So the first one that I have pulled uh, is the Emperor. The Ooh, Emperor. And I'm looking yeah. at the list right now. The uh, this, If we're starting with character creation, the very first thing it says here is uh, pull a card and it'll tell you what kind of criminal you are. What kind of criminal am I? It looks like you're a corrupt politician or businessman. Oh, of course I am. Now, it doesn't say to ask follow-up questions, and I'm sure we're going to discover things in uh, the scenes, but I, I do want to know, what would, uh, what would finally put this guy away? Well, you have to imagine that it's a lot. Yeah, because this is like the prison, this is like the worst of the worst. Oh, yeah. You have to imagine that this was definitely like high-end, you know, treasonous, let's just say collusion yeah, something I mean, collusion is like not a legal term, so <laughs> it's not something that you could possibly disprove. Oh, uh, exactly. It doesn't mean anything. But he definitely did it. <laughs> definitely colluded. <laughs> Great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, there, there are no guidelines around this. Are you human? Not human? Oh, yeah. This is a prison planet. Planet. So we could make a major oh, like, decision about well, this. Well, I think what I'm going to say is that I actually betrayed my people to the humans. Mm. I was treasonous, and this is actually a non-human prison. Cool. I love it. Oh, so no one's a no human. No one's a human. Okay. Great. That's an interesting initial plan to make. Uh, it actually says what to do here at the bottom. Oh, But that's really? fine. That's fine. It's okay. Yeah, it says uh, once everybody's got their, their, uh, their criminal type decided, we're going to go clockwise around the table, 
or from top to bottom if playing in a voice call and have each player name and describe their character. Uh, then they can all be made up aliens or robots. Uh, then their name can be something crazy or something ordinary. Uh, and then we're going to go around again mm-hmm. and we're going to describe our relationships to the character on our right. Oh, rules. Okay, yeah, cool. So there, yeah, there's uh, some. Uh, would you like me to roll for you, James? Yes, please. All right. I am going to give you the Empress. What a weird Ooh. coincidence. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. I'm a mob boss. <laughs> yes. I love it. Mm-hmm. So, so, and we have decided the rule is no one is a human. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's cool. I like the idea that I am a a collective, like a bunch of bees or something like that, like a swarm, like a swarm of things that is acting as one entity. Yeah, just a hive oh, mind so okay. as a mob boss, You're like a cloud of flies or something. That's an, a mob boss. Yeah, oh, man, you're you're your own mob. You know what? I think I'm a bunch of rats. Oh, okay. I think I'm a bunch of rats, mm-hmm. and I uh, am here because I uh, like betrayed the mob. Yeah. And uh, this is how they burned me. They sent me to this planet. Yeah, right through a breach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I am going to roll for me. I've got the Pope. Uh, <laughs> and you, I am, and I am the, the Pope, pope. <laughs> the very Pope. I think uh, space Pope. I think there might be a translation difference between the two of them because this list doesn't have a Pope, but it does I have a. Say, hi- I was going to say hierophant. The is probably hierophant, it. Mm-hmm. Uh, which makes me a cult leader. Yes. Ooh. Mm. Okay. Ooh. So I'm going to say that I am uh, a robot cult leader. My cult is of other robots, and that we are a cult who believes. Uh, contrary to most robots who are binary in thought and nature, we believe in the existence of the two. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, it makes sense that you had to be put the hell away. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's uh, extremely dangerous among robot uh, thought leaders to conceive of or validate the existence of a two. Uh, yeah, you'll end up with quantum computing. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 no point. It, it it can't be done, uh, and so that way lies madness. Yeah, but for now, a lot of people in the prison are still trying to suss out whether I actually believe in the two or if I'm just a shyster. Mm. If I'm just trying to trying to pull money from from people. For the moment, I'm still walking that walk. All right. Well, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, since we're on you now, uh, please. What what is what does your character look like? Oh yeah. Well, he is a robot, so we're gonna have to figure out what that what that aspect of him is. Uh, I am going to say that he is a very limited robot in terms of fun- uh, like a human appearance. He's he's definitely more uh, function than than uh, kind of human form. Uh, he's going to be something in the uh, in the vein of like a, a uh, an R two D two sort of a do- a a, okay. a, 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 a uh, four foot tall or so domed robot with no visible arms or. But it's not like you would be able. So to So you're tell a Dalek. Anyway. No, here's the, here's the thing. Here's what truly separates him from the others. Like a lot of people in this prison, he's taken the prison uniform and modified it, and he is basically a some sort of an R2-D2 in heavy robes. Ooh. Yeah, he's covered in heavy robes. There's only a small open window on the front of him where you can see sort of an eye extensor and a voice box. Now, obviously, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson is one of our listeners, and we don't want to upset him, mm-hmm. so your mobility system, can it move on sand and... <laughs> Other yeah, uh, my 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 technology is slightly more advanced than an R two D two. It can hover. I can hover 
Uh, and normally I'm hovering about two to three inches off the ground. I love that. I mean, Neil yeah. is still going to be furious about that because hover technology doesn't exist. And oh, it, I, I'm sure that would ruin. Well, here's here's the, the whole thing, thing for Neil, him. Neil, I'll, I'll I'll let you know in advance that the, he he's a hovering by way of just a ducted fan underneath him, so it's just blowing air down. So while he can, in fact, float over a desert. Uh, he would displace a lot of sand in the process. Okay, and Neil, you can you can email your usual complaints and corrections to us, and mm-hmm. we'll apply all of them diligently to make the fiction right. Yes. Uh, good. <laughs> John, I welcome. What, I welcome. <laughs> what about you? So, I have a name. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to be Caden Jackaboyce. And Caden comes from a race of... Heavily furred lizards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, usually walks sort of hunched over. Okay. Clawed feet, hands sort of, you know, Velociraptor T Rexy, so smaller than normal. Doesn't have a great reach, but still has, you know, some maneuverability in the digits. I like that. But also just. A shaggy fur all over. Ooh, all over. Yeah. Do you, like, do you even see like the 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 scaly skin underneath, or do you just look? I mean, furry if completely? you if you part it, you can. Okay. And the snout comes out a little bit, mm, but mm. not really the eyes. They usually rely more on their senses of smell and heat to tell where things are than vision. I love it. And for me, I'm a big pile of rats. I think my rats like can form up into a big lump. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's like how they talk to people face to face. But a lot of the time, uh, it's easier uh, for like the entity that like occupies the bodies of these many rats uh, to just have all of the rats like move and like speak in the same in unison. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, so tiny little voices, but a lot of them. Yeah, actually, you know, I think the rats each make different sounds, which like the entity like forms together to make a voice. So it's a very, very disconcerting. It's it's like an organ of rat lungs, all with different pitches. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, it's and, and I can I can move into a pile, but like I can't and you use get a that, spokes rat. Yeah, I can't really like use that to like open doors or anything. And I feel like the only way I can speak is through this complicated like rat lung engine thing uh that that i put together but uh like i can't move heavy objects but i can like move small things and whatnot mm. like anything a bunch of rats could team up to move i can move yeah yeah that makes sense and uh, a good chew power yeah oh for sure yeah i'm theoretically covered studded with extensors and so on but you'd be hard-pressed to tell because i'm under a heavy robe uh, i'm going to take the prog rock aspects of this fairly serious mm-hmm. and name my character jeth r02 <laughs> Uh, or or Jethro two for short. Good, um, good, good, good. So that's he's just got a standard droid designation. Yeah, uh, but there you go. Um, and I think my guy is just going to be called Rats. That's good. Ah, <laughs> oh, Rats, Rats. <laughs> but yeah, I think is uh, you've got the PDF in front of you, Jeff. Is there more to character creation yes. or ready? Ooh, okay. Relation yes. to the person on your oh, right. So right. we're going to be going around. We each need to elaborate on the crime our character was convicted for, mm-hmm. uh, whether we did it alone or in a group, what our motive was, and if and who the victim was. Now, John has already said what his specific crime was, and so have I. Uh, that mine was was cult leading for the two, and uh, and he was. Treasonous, selling people out his his species out to the humans. Yeah, um, I think I was 
I, I was like some sort of spy for the space mafia. Okay. Um, you know, that like it, it's an easy thing to do with rats. I would sneak in and listen in on things. And that made me like, I knew so much. And I am like an entity that is a younger sibling of a very influential mafioso entity. Um, and like I know I knew so many secrets and I started talking to the FBI like like the space FBI came to me and was like we've we, we've got you we've got you dead to rights you need to hand over your information to us or you're going down with everyone else and I folded immediately <laughs> um, my my older sibling catches this guy kills him knows that I was gonna betray the family and is like well I, I don't have it in me to kill you but you're going to this prison plan. Let me let me ask you. Your older sibling is also an entity that controls a, a swarm of things. I think. Yeah, I think that it's an entity. I don't know if it's like a swarm of things or if it can just like take the, over a, a like sentient being. I was gonna say, is, is it a single possessing, or, or, or as you progress in in growth, are you eventually going to be like a whole planet of of rats, or is it just like a tectonic entity and it's rocks? Ooh, ooh, interesting. Someone's. Someone's throwing some palladium back. Yeah. I like it's just a bunch of books. Yeah. Oh, just sort of floating mass of books. Mm-hmm. He's he's progressed beyond the point where he needs the the uh, training wheels of neural pathways to to help him control his herd self. And I think most uh, most like entities like me can do that. It's it's relatively easy. You just have to be amb- a little bit ambitious and put in a little bit of work. And mm-hmm. you know, I'm all I've always been underperforming. Never wanted to do that. Just took the easy way out and was rats. Okay. Yeah. And I think you want to get out. So you can take revenge on your brother. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's time to cook the books. <laughs> ah, very good. I'm going to say that my character has been digitally inserting twos into the binary code of, of uh, droid brains, which is considered re- extraordinarily dangerous. A lot of the time, it ends up in pointless subroutines and doesn't damage the robot. But every once in a while, it will cause them to go haywire, berserk. Their eyes will turn a deep pulsating red and they'll murder all the humans nearby them or whatever. And there's no way of knowing whether or not he has he has self-inserted twos into his brain code. At any moment, he might flip out. I think there are rumors that yeah. your uh, character has, keeps inserting new twos mm-hmm. into his code. Yeah. So basically, like you could snap at any moment. Yeah, no one wants to talk to me because they know any second that 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 I uh, blight I have on the front of me might turn red, and I'll just start zapping people and stuff. But in the meantime, <laughs> on this prison planet, we should really not allow this robot to have the zap function. I mean, hey, it's just part of my body. I mean, you can take it off, I guess. But I feel like I'm going to complain to the warden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Plus, anytime you take off one of my zappers, it just there's more zappers in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's always more zappers. <laughs> zappers all the way down. <laughs> I'm not getting paid enough to keep taking zappers off of robots. <laughs> Look, the, the warden is a giant spider, and they don't care. <laughs> Functionally zap-proof. <laughs> really, the, my whole contribution to the gang is going to be that I'm good with numbers. Mm-hmm. As long as it's just zero and one and two. <laughs> Occasionally a two. Well, let's not go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, and then after each character has been named, we're going to go around the table once more. Uh, this time, we're going to have everyone describe the relation uh, the, of your character to the person seated on your left. Are they friend, lover, co-conspirator? Uh, did they meet in prison or out, out in the actual world? Worlds. Worlds. Out in the universe. Uh, all right. I am definitely uh, John's lackey. 
I <laughs> immediately like he looked at this pile of rats and was like, well, that person is spineless. You work for me now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, I was sending you out to gather information for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, 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 you, you might have even, yeah, you were probably pulling the strings while I was still on the outside. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, let's see. With a weird cult leader. I mean, I'm not a cult leader now. No. I'm, I'm completely reformed. I would say on the inside, he's one of the few people that will be around you because he knows that no one wants to get near you because you might flip out. Mm-hmm. And it's the only way he can keep safe in here because he is just a pillowy, soft reptile oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm going to say that my relationship with the rats is new. We only recently met in prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, I respect the concept of a hive mind society. It's very similar to my own ethos that most people should be part of the disciples of Tudum. Uh, and so I, I uh, while I find you an interesting case study, my friendship with you at the moment is tenuous. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay, okay. Yeah, because I can't figure out a way to pros- uh, to possibly assimilate you into into my cult st- lifestyle. And, and barring that, if I am actually just a trickster who has been sh- uh, or uh, pulling money out of people with my with my hilarious religious schemes, uh, I, I'm still not sure what the angle is for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, well, I mean, right now we are trying to break out of prison together, yes. so that might be my only use at the moment. That's pretty much it. I'm like, okay, I'm the numbers guy. This guy's the one who's made of rats, so he can find sm- he can get through small places. <laughs> this is the one that's good. made of rats. That's what you need in every good good breakout. You good got break. an ideas guy, a guy. You got the tech guy. You got the demolitions guy. You got the driver. You got the rats. You need a face. Wait, I'm sorry. Did you say we need the rats? <laughs> Yeah, did we not get the rats yet? We need the contortionist. We need the face. We need the pretty female face. We need the rats. We need. The- <laughs> I mean, that's why. Well, one of my favorite, uh, like, kind of heist movies was uh, Baby Rats, um, mm-hmm. which you know it just combined music and big piles of rats. It was ve- it's a very cool movie. Was yeah. that Baby Rat Geniuses? Was that <laughs> no? It was ba- Baby Rats. Baby Rats. <laughs> yeah, you know the one where the rats had to drive a car with a complicated series of pulleys. <laughs> And there was like an Elvis Costello song or something. Yeah, sure. I don't remember mm-hmm. the soundtrack. I just remember it was important and good. <laughs> it was important. <laughs> yeah, go look up Baby Rats. Uh, great. Uh, so I think we've got our characters, right? Oh, wait. Is Baby Rats real? I thought we were doing a Baby Driver. That was a Baby Driver bit. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> you sold me. You sold me on the bit. I, I really hope somebody did spend the time to Google that because that would make me very happy. To yeah, waste plus, they're going to see way. cute baby rats. Yeah, why not? Cool. Uh, so, with our characters made, um, the next part, I believe, is we we pull cards for scenes, right? Uh, yeah, it says to take the leftover minor arcana tarot deck and shuffle it well. You will be drawing eleven cards from it, passing the deck clockwise around the table, and playing out a scene after each card is drawn. Uh, each scene draws you closer, uh, you and your cell block, one day closer towards your planned escape. Okay, so I'm going to have to switch my generator because right now all I have is a major generator. Mm-hmm. And it does say that not every character has to be in every scene. All right, uh, draw us our first scene card. Uh, happy to. The first card of the scene is going to be the Ace of Pentacles. Okay, so the Pentacles, uh, these are the themes are emotional conflict, greed, hidden agendas, envy, 
indecision, stubbornness, and toxic ambition. And an ace means an unexpected obstacle. Uh, so which characters do we think are in this scene? And where are we going to set it? Hmm. I feel like emotional conflict and, and uh, indecision don't really describe me especially well. Well, I mean, the whole thing is a lot of greed and nonsense, so I assume probably me. Yeah, probably mm-hmm. you, uh, for sure. So one of the things that we've been doing in the 11 days leading up to this is, of course, we're going to need more than just us. And I've been slipping bribes to mm. a guard. The guard wants more. Oh, I love this. They always turn. Cool. So I think I think this is actually just a scene between you and the guard. Yeah. Um, I think all the guards on this prison planet are giant spiders. Um, I really like that. And I like the idea that the prison planet is like there aren't cells or anything. There's this forest that has above it like a huge latticework of webs. And these gigantic spiders move along those. If people try to climb trees or whatever, they just grab them, eat them up, yum, yum, yum. Uh, so everything else like on planet, uh, as long as you're within this forested area, everything's fine. Hmm. All right. And what do the spiders sound like? They just sound like guys. Well, that's up to the person yeah. who plays the spider. Okay. Uh, so let's set the scene. Where are you meeting this spider? So we always meet uh, near the... I guess, cafeteria for the guards, mm-hmm. which is mostly a zone of horrible dead bodies and wrapped up prisoners that they have murdered. Just like, like gross, dried out mummies. Like yeah. gooshed up husks, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's near there after feeding time. Okay. Because no one wants to go there if you're a prisoner, period. And the guards don't really care to go there if they're not eating. Um, so I think we see you in front of these gooshed up husks. Uh, you said like you mostly uh, sense things by smell, right? Uh, yeah, like, basically things other than sight. So, so is heat. this good for you or bad for you? Well, once they've been mummified mm-hmm. and sort of sucked dry by these spiders, it's less of an issue. The fresh kills are more loathsome. Mm. Headier. Yeah. Yeah. But once they've been dried out, it's... It's It's like smelling a can of Pringles. (laughs) And you just can't stop. Yeah. Uh, So I think what happens that like you're around these bodies, um, uh, looking around like this just gruesome, gruesome place. Are, Are you reacting at all, emoting at all? Just being, even though... He knows that no one's going to be around here. Still just looks shifty, mm-hmm. kind of looking around, making sure that no one is here. And he's we see him creeping over a few husked out bodies as he gets near the tree that they normally meet at. Rad. Did you want to be the spider or I could be the spider? I can take care of it if you need. I'll do the spider. You want it? All right. You're, yeah. you're on it. A gigantic spider sort of slips down from a web. It's hanging upside down, and it has what looks like a kind of still moving, wriggling package of silk. Hey, sorry, I'm late. Uh, I was just grabbing my lunch. Goose, goose, goose. And he's like injecting the venom. Uh, the little package like screams and writhes a little bit before he starts loudly slurping those juices out. It smells rank as hell. Ah, uh, you know I hate when you do that. 
oh, well, uh, excuse me. Uh, I didn't realize that uh, I was supposed to be entertaining yous. This isn't about entertainment. This is about a deal. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's about a deal. And I got some news. Oh, I hope it's good. Well, it's good for one of us. I need more. Exactly what do you mean by more? I've uh, been giving you plenty. Yeah, I've uh, I've uh, been doing some reading, and I realized that I'm taking a lot of personal risk. I uh, consulted uh, a manual recently, and I found out that I might get worse than fired. They might put me in here. What have you been reading? Taking bribes for dummies. I mean, if you must know, yes. I mean, well, it's a good book. I, that's why I wondered. It was an extremely helpful resource. Yes, of course. Well, now I see. Yeah, so uh, I'm asking for more. Because as I see it, I got all the bargaining power here, and you ain't got shit. What I have is resources that Exactly, you that want. I want. <laughs> okay, good. We're on the same page, and you want to pay me more, and I want to get paid more. This sounds great. How about this? I'll pay you the agreed-upon amount. Uh, now. Mm-hmm. And then double once we are on the outside. You know that I have stashed away quite a bit. Well, see, I don't know. I have been looking at getting, you know, maybe into uh, recreational uh, space yacht flying. And I realize it's going to take a lot of capital to do that. And you really can't dip your your legs into that. You need to go all the way in. So I think I'll take more now and also more later. How's that? That sounds fine. Okay. Well, I am so glad that you've been so reasonable about this. I was thinking that uh, this was going to be a long argument, and honestly, I, I I also know that you know you had that history with with busting up unions and, and bargaining in your past, and it's good to know that that's not ideological or, or anything. That that was just a a thing that you was doing. No, it's just business, and of course, I'll need to meet you on the outside in order to give you your due. Well, excellent. Good. I, I look forward to getting my due. Uh, for now, I'm going to assume I'm just going to see, let's call it uh, twice as much in the usual account. Very well. Well, then, this plan works for me. I'm so glad that you could help me. And as he says this, like, juice like comes off his little mandibles and, like, flicks through the air and, like, lands on your shoulder. And it just smells the foulest of the foul. And Jack Boyce does a full body shake like a dog to get it off of him. (laughs) (sighs) And with that, the spider moves its legs back up into the canopy. Fabulous. Cool. That was wonderful, gentlemen. Let's pull another one. The Knight of Swords. All right. The Knight of Swords. Uh, The Knight is an interrogation. Yeah, this sounds pretty rough. And swords are physical conflict, suffering, doubt, alienation, danger, grief, blind action, and cruelty. Yeah, I think I would like to be in this scene, and I would also like you to be in this scene, James. Good, um, okay. And it's going to be that that uh, I'm part of the plan. I know you're part of the plan, but uh, I don't necessarily trust you yet. So I'm kind of trying to suss out whether I can. 
uh, prison style. Sounds good to me. Okay. So I think we're stowed away in a confined area. There's probably what lunch for these guards is, is they just get to descend onto this planet's surface and grab up some prisoners. So prisoners have to like hide. So I've got no escape routes or anything like that, because if I go up there, I'm just going to get uh, juiced by a bunch of big spiders. Mm-hmm. Incidentally, the spider webs are impassable to me. They can't juice me, but every time I've, anytime a droid tries to escape from this location, they just get mummified and thrown back into camp until I can figure out a way to get loose. Yeah, you, you're just stuck immobile for however long it takes for the silk to dissolve. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. Yeah, no, no we... we absolutely hate it and in fact we don't talk about it much but it's why so many of the robots here in uh, prison wear clothes Jeez, how long do you think it's gonna take for lunch to be over as long as it takes you know for a, 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 a computer machine you don't have a lot of useful things to say i have a great deal of useful information to share with those i deem trustworthy now what the hell is that supposed to mean how many of you are there you know i don't know it changes some get old, some, you know, reproduce. At any given moment, I can calculate the number of rats I am speaking to when I speak to you, Mr. Rats. Okay, wait a minute. So you you friggin' know. Well, you friggin' know. Why are you asking me for? And each time I speak to you, I notice a change in the total number, a discrepancy that I find troublesome. How do I know you aren't smuggling books to our captors? You've already heard he asked for our amount as previously agreed upon. Times two. Hold on, hold on. What, 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 what cause could I have for that? I need to, I need to go get my revenge. You know, I, I don't plan on living here forever underneath the big spiders. Hmm. You have any idea how long it takes to breed myself back up after one of those nasty things grabs a big pile of me and gooshes me up in the juice? I feel it the whole time. The scuttlebutt. On the terms of your incarceration. Scuttlebutt, is that some sort of a racist term for a bunch of rats? It wasn't before, but I will file it in my database as such. See that you do! The scuttlebutt on your incarceration implies that you fold it immediately, like a deck of cards. Well, I don't know about that characterization. I feel like I held out for as long as I could, and, uh, you know... The state has a way of applying these pressures. I'm just looking for insurance that any particular long spidery boot on any particular tail isn't buying your loyalty. Well, you don't have to worry about spider boots or whatever because... Because Jackaboys is taking care of that. We already got an inside guy. I got nothing to gain. Like, if, if I sold out an escape, I would just still be here. And maybe the spiders wouldn't grab me first or whatever. You know, I, I I don't know what their system is, but nobody leaves this planet, okay? Mm. If we do this, this would be unprecedented. Huge. It would simply be another inevitability in the overcoming of biological adversity by machines. Sure, yeah, that sounds good to me. That said, in the future, at the moment, I count 117 rats, seven of which I determined through chemical analysis to be pregnant. Well... You know, I guess a congratulations would be in order. I would accept hearing that from you. Mazel tov. See that your numbers don't dwindle. Is that a threat? Yes. <laughs> okay, I was just making sure I understood it was a threat. <laughs> I'm very uh, frightened of that and would not like to be harmed in any way. Hmm. Indeed. No one wants to be hovered above. Ooh, I, I think because of the themes of the scene, I feel like we got to have you like put a little bit of pressure on. Oh, yeah, sure. Sure. Okay, I, I, we can do that. Indeed. What are you doing? I'm just 
checking the numbers myself. You're getting too close. You, you friggin' idiot. You got hover fans or whatever. What are you doing? I blow with the uh, with a quick tilt of the entire droid chassis. I tilt backwards, and the hover fans pick up a couple of the rats and blow them backwards acro- <laughs> across and above the the swarm into the far wall. Oh man, and it's just nasty. Well, like, yeah, I'm not killing anybody, but yeah. Well, I mean, you're killing some of the rats. Oh though. sure, am like, I? Okay, that great. Doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like if if you kill yeah. like one or two rats, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's fine. Um, there are like, now 114 of you. Uh, yeah, they, they they scream in a weird ratty scream. What the hell? What is? What? Cut it out! Cut it out! Stop! Whatever! Why? I fold! I fold! I fold! <laughs> <laughs> it was a conscious decision to spare the pregnant. Again, Mazel Tov. And as he's saying this, he's already rotating so that the back of his head is what said the final Mazel Tov, and he's begun hovering back out of the room. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he, like, the, you can hear, like, uh, the, the spiders, like, returning because lunch is over. Mm-hmm. Um, and the rats are, like, just trying to collect themselves. I think some of them, uh, because of how painful that was, like, run off. And he's just, like, trying to recollect them and, and moving is a swarm once again. Lovely. Dope. Yeah, I'm planning to play this character as a total jerk who dies before we escape. <laughs> okay, well, you want to get a new one going? Yeah, we got to get 11 of these. All right, here we go. I have the eight of wands. So pentacles, swords, and now wands. What a good spread that we've had so far. Mm-hmm. So this is spread. creativity, willpower, new ideas, fresh perspective, good luck, and exhilaration. Um, and an eight is a fight or a riot. That's an uh, interesting combination, huh? Yeah. I that's weird. Be, I think it could be you and me. I think we can make that work. Uh, sure. Sure. I'm not sure how, but go right ahead. <laughs> All right. There's been a little bit of a riot over in uh, my portion of the prison. It, it turns out that another droid has turned red eye and killed a bunch of people in the, in the prison. Ooh. And at the moment, I'm just sort of hovering in place in my kind of zone where I live and uh, not really doing much. I'm eerily quiet because that's just how droids are. Okay. Jacoboys, as this kerfuffle is going on... <laughs> We'll uh, head up to you. Oh, yes. Jet, you can jet. I think Jeth is just the short. Jeth. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's really hard to remember, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. Jeth. <laughs> really great to be playing this game with Shizor. Just, just <laughs> know, so right? good to have him back. He's more cold. <laughs> Calculating. I had anticipated your arrival 0.6 seconds earlier, Jack of Voice. Hmm. It's good to know that you're running the numbers on things. If that's a way of insinuating that I have been installing twos again. I mean, I assume you have. Sort of, you know, what you do. I'm a changed man, Jack of Voice. You're not a man at all. Retired. Yes. However, I've been given an idea by this little rousting that's been going on. How would you say, what would be the ease of perhaps gaining some crimson cellophane? Something that could make your eyes appear red? (laughs) The implication that we don't simply color change the LEDs in our our visor profiles and instead use gel inserts is uh, fascinating. Yes, but don't you only turn red when you're going to kill everyone? I mean, I can turn red whenever I want. Wow, really? That's amazing! I don't, because it implies I'm going to kill everyone. Good. 
when the time is right, I would love it if you got a little red. Just to scare off anyone who might be in the vicinity. Hmm. It depends on who is in the vicinity at the time. I am not going to go red in front of spider gods. Did you just call them spider gods? Wait, they're gods? Hey, everybody, the spiders are gods! <laughs> Praise be! I'm gonna go worship our spider gods! He climbs a tree. I'm chosen! <laughs> he climbs a tree and immediately gets snagged up by a spider guard. Goosh me, spider god! Oh, no! Do not mistake my flat robot accent. <laughs> Clearly, I said guards. Yes. <laughs> I just need to make sure that if we need it... We've got a distraction. I'm as full of surprises as needed. I can keep my eyes red on command. Good. Good. I've got to go find my talking chair. <laughs> Just gone full she's. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Oh no, does that make me gurry? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're gonna Oh my god, we just scrap everything we've done so far and it's just <laughs> gurry and she's or and I don't know, you can be Nah, you're the talking chair. Oh, I'm the talk <laughs> Very good. She's or <laughs> Yeah, alright. Hey heroes, it's James. Welcome to the mid roll. It's been a while since we've been able to hang out like this. I wanted to start off by thanking everyone who came out to meet with me at the Drotz Gaming Pub in London. It was so nice to meet so many people that I really only get to talk to on Twitter. I have to apologize to some of you because we had way too many people show up to that event. I tried to overbook for what we needed, but I guess I vastly underestimated the number of heroes that are out there in London. Mel and I had a fantastic time and we would love to return someday. So. When we do that next time, we will make sure there are a lot more spots available to hang out with us. But thanks again to everybody who showed up and played games with us, and everyone who showed up and met me at the door and unfortunately had to leave early. Heroes, I know I explained the Dungeons & Dollars event that we're doing at the top of the show, but there are actually a couple other cool ways that you can get involved even if you can't watch the show. Right now on Twitter, I'm asking for weird dungeoneering items, bad house rules, and I'm also accepting characters to be sent in for our players to play. You can leave your mark on the game by following the links in our show notes to fill out forms in order to give us your bad house rules and weird dungeoneering items. Or you can send an email with a PDF of one of your characters between levels 1 and 3, made in D&D 5th edition to james at oneshotpodcast.com. Just make sure in the title of the email you put dungeons and dollar sign. And if you're rolling something up special, be sure to roll stats 3d6 down the line. We will accept almost any names as long as they are not offensive. And any DM's Guild material is allowed so long as the abilities are written out on the character sheet. I'm going to try and feature as many characters as possible for the actual show. And who knows, one of your characters may become a Dungeon Dome champion. Before we get back to the show, I want to take some time to thank some of our backers on Patreon. First up, John Morrissey. Uh, thank you. Susanna Nunez. Thank you so much. Brandon Hopkins. Thank you. Zoe DiCassia. Thank you so much. Rachel Grace. Thank you very much. Mickey. Thank you so much. Claire Donaldson. Thank you very much. 
Macy Grant. Thank you. Alfie Prince. Thank you so much. Zach Schramm. Thank you. Kevin Gouin. Thank you very much. Paul Bennett. Thank you so much, Paul. Amanda Paparin. Thank you. Tim Acton. Thank you very much. Tristan A. Harder. Thank you so much. Severin Heiberg. Thank you very much. Daniel Melkinov. Thank you. Peter Hudson. Thank you so much. Jackie Betts. Thank you very much. And Roger Prouse. Thank you so much. Thanks again to everyone who supports us on Patreon. I want to remind everybody that this week is a Campaign Skyjacks week. And next week will be a Campaign Skyjacks week. And every week to follow, so long as the Patreon stays over $8,500 a month. Now, because of the way Patreon's billings work, usually it appears as though our Patreon dips at the top of every month. So long as we finish the month at $8,500, we'll keep that weekly campaign coming to you. And thank you so much for being patient with us in the interim while we ran our campaign Firefly series and gave Casey a chance to catch up and adjust to the new schedule. And now with all of that out of the way, let's get back to the show. Oh, good. All right. uh, So let's pull a card for our next scene. Scene four. What I have for you now is... Oh, that's Temperance. Let's try again. The Three of Wands. Ooh, the Three of Wands. So Wands, again, like all this creativity and good stuff for us. And three means a theft or a heist. So that's definitely got to be a bunch of rats uh, that uh, do that. But what do do the rats need to steal? So... We, we have a guard that's like, we're, we're bribing, uh, that will hopefully provide us like the opportunity or, or an area that we can go up through. An, yeah, an unguarded portion. But that doesn't get us off planet, does no. it? That just gets us out of the forest. So what do we need to steal in order, like, what's our plan at post-forest? What we need is radio equipment. To okay. contact my people on the outside. Right, right radio right. equipment is only available in the electronics shop, which <laughs> I don't want you to mistake as a place where you go to purchase electronics. It's not a radio shack. Um, what I mean is it's... They the, do have a radio shack, though. It's the shack where I they mean, the keep planet radios. Has a, the I mean, planet, it's closed. It's been closed for years. I mean, the planet has a sentient radio shack that's a prisoner here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't let anybody inside. <laughs> It's mostly just diodes. I was just like the way that one would say wood shop. It's closed off emotionally and physically. Plus, if you get in there, it's just cell phone plans and gold plated coax cables. So then I think we join rats as it is like there are, I think, factory areas on the planet where where the prisoners are forced into labor. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that makes a good amount of sense to me. Usually you get chased in there by a spider, and there are spiders like all over the inside of these places but there is an electronic shop and each prisoner is watched very very carefully as as they leave like i think there's an inspection that the uh, wardens do like essentially as you leave the door they grab you up and like completely look over your body very very quickly spinning you and place you down and some people go down and go back into the forest and some people just get at and that's (laughs) that's the way of this terrible prison planet one of the important things on this planet is to never do anything that would render you juicy. Yeah, you're yeah. trying not to be plump. Mm-hmm. If you're thick with two C's, that's it. You're going <laughs> to die. 
the sound of your ass clapping is going to alert the spider guards. <laughs> I'm dummy thick. <laughs> and I'm a target for spider guards. Um, cool. So I think right now the, the electric shop is active and when it goes active like it has enough prisoners inside that they seal it off so there are no errant unaccounted prisoners or unwatched prisoners in there and for most people that means it's completely inaccessible but this pile of rats can get a a, like and has i think this is a long-term plan that we've been doing for uh, quite a while my rats need to form a a rat chain uh, to go up to the top of this location uh, so that one of them can go inside, crawl through the vents, and then like go down, grab an, an important component, and bring it back out. Because if we got too many components at once, they would notice immediately. So piece by piece, you've yeah. been smuggling transistors out of this this place for weeks. Absolutely. Okay. And like we can't even test it because as soon as we test it, like they'll see the signal and they'll descend upon us and we'll all get gooshed. God damn it. Perhaps you will. Neat. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I think that like this is really just a vignette montage. Like we see we see these rats like climbing on top of each other. They're sort of like blended and huddled into the wall and like these different crags and cracks as like we see one climb up to the top and form the next part of the chain and so on and so forth until it's one rat who like moves uh into the vents and like disappears beneath. And we can see inside, I think it looks like one of those laser tag arenas from like the early 2000s that is just like all black lights and <laughs> yeah. like glowing stuff. And, and, and there's the shop and you can see the spiders look friggin' crazy underneath black lights. Oh, yeah. There's like they have huge pattern arrays that only appear under the black lights. And they're all spooky as hell. Oh, like, yeah. There's one of them currently on the floor using its mandible to just test the body fat of one of the prisoners <laughs> before shaking its head and skittering back up. Normally mm-hmm. the spider is just a solid black when it's skittering around outside, but in here it's got a giant skull motif on its back. Um, and so like you can see the rat, the rat is like not really at all lit up by this black light. I think there's only one rat in the collective currently that can even pull off this mission because some of uh, the rest of them have like a white spotting pattern on them. Mm. So this is like the one pure pure brown rat that has gone in. Um, it moves around uh, like the tables and whatnot, uh, like sniffs the air and finds some transistors, uh, grabs a transistor in its little rat mouth and like skitters off. Uh, we can see a prisoner turn to like grab its transistors and uh, th- there's one missing and it calls for the guard to like report, hey, one of these transistors has gone missing. And like all of a sudden the spiders are like descending upon this guy being like, what did you do with the transistors? And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I was reporting it. And <laughs> well, I was just having a few transistors. Obviously, this guy gets goosed. Well, just the transistors at Bill's house. <laughs> Do you want the moon? <laughs> well, I'll give you the moon. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he uh, he gets gooshed as uh, we can see like this little rat nose poking out of the vents and like climbs down its bodies and like disappears back into the forest. Nice. 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 What else we got? Why the Ten of Wands. We're getting very wandy up in here. That rules. This is going so well for us. Yeah. Um, Okay. This is good. It's a betrayal of trust. 
but it's still like that uh, creativity, willpower, new ideas, fresh perspective, good luck, exhilaration. So, okay. There is the, on the inside, the person who can get you things. Because there's always the person who can get you things. Mm -hmm. And in order to get double the payment, I'm going to betray him and take the things he was going to give to the other prisoners. Oh, that's good stuff. Okay, so this this person that can get you things, what are they like? Morgan Freemany? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, very Morgan Freemany. Morgan Freemany. <laughs> they have a soothing voice. <laughs> that's actually his name, Morgan Freemany. <laughs> Morgan Freemany. Because he can get you whatever you want all the way to the point where he can get you some free money. But it's never really free with Morgan free money. <laughs> <laughs> or if that's too stupid. No, love it. I love There's it. nothing too stupid. <sighs> what brings you here today? As you know, I've been asking for several items recently. And I've had my feelers out and I told you that I would send word when I had what you were looking for. I've got a lot of customers to deal with, and while I appreciate your enthusiasm for my services, I don't have what you're looking for right now. You know, I do have quite a bit of enthusiasm. I feel downright joyful to hear that you're customer base is so large right now. Isn't that right, Jeff? Greetings, Morgan. Now, hold on. I, I, I don't... I think I think Jeff's eyes are red, right? Are that has to be... Yeah, somewhere in the purple range. Mm. Getting there? Yeah. <laughs> in the Roy G. Biv, we're up to... Now, what, what are you boys looking for? I, I don't want any trouble. And you're definitely not going to get what you're after. If you kill me, I won't do a single thing for you. You hear? Mm. That would be, in the long run, terrible. But in the short run, it'd be amazing. Oh, dear. <laughs> it stands to reason that you have a vast number of clients, all of whom are waiting for product from you. We need some of that product. I have a list, you know. I've seen your list. I've seen your list. I know what you want, but... And you still haven't found me fleek eels. <laughs> I found you that porn chair. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and it was wonderful. It's a great musical number. <laughs> and at one point, it could say your name correct. No, your voice, why? At, <laughs> at, at, at one point, it could do your name correctly. Yeah. Until someone mysteriously inserted a two into its subroutines. <laughs> Listen, boys, I appreciate that everybody on this planet is very dangerous, and I know that you are no different than anyone else in the population, but if I were to turn over their possessions to you, then someone else would come here to kill me. So I don't see any way that you'd be able to strong arm this out of me. I ah, think we're at an impasse. Then I suppose we'll just kill you then. Uh, I, I think we like cut away to like a silhouette shot. What's like the nasty way that he goes down? How do you do it? This is going to be rough. <laughs> <clears throat> Very well. Uh, I offer you a choice. We can kill you now 
or you can die at the hands of someone else in a few days, giving you a chance to ready your affairs. Plus, I offer you protection in the interim from the droid union. I think he stands up um, and his his eyes like look over uh, the horizon. I've been working hard to make a life on this planet now for 20 years. Even carving out this little bit for myself hasn't made that life any better. I say if you're going to kill me in the future, you might as well kill me right now. You better get busy dying. With a blast of uh, his ducted fan at the bottom of him that keeps him afloat, the uh, cloak billows outward and he rises up above the ground. And as he begins to settle back down, the cloak envelops Morgan as well. And no one, there's no way of knowing what's going on in there, but the noises that come out of it are disturbing. Ah, oh my, that definitely is a blade <laughs> oh, in my head. Oh no, don't love that. I'm living a lot longer than I thought I would. This is terrible. <laughs> and as the blades descend upon my body, I think back upon the past. <laughs> All right, cool. In the grand scheme of things, it's only one more human. Yes. Well, non-human. There are no humans in this prison. <laughs> that was the only one. As previously established. Near human. <laughs> So close. Now let's get his stuff. <laughs> I love that. Ooh, a plus one dagger. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what is this mithril? I love it. <laughs> let's draw another card. Okay. Uh, let's see what I got for you here. It is the Ace of Wands. Ice. Dude. Just dope, 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 dope. This is a great time. But we're getting the weirdest combinations Cause, on these. Because everything is happy, but it's all like betrayals yeah, and stuff. Yeah, Ace is an unexpected obstacle. An unexpected obstacle, but we meet it with creativity and... Yeah, so I think this is something that we overcome. Somehow. Yeah, okay. I think I might have a suggestion for what this could be. Okay. This is someone catching wind of our plan to break out of the prison and trying to get in. Ooh, I like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's this person like? What kind of weird alien are they? I think it's just going to have to be some kind of a snitch or something. Someone who can actually make good on their plan to go and tell the guards. Okay. This is a three-foot-tall dog person named Dar Sleeper. The Sleeper was a sleeper agent and then murdered someone. <laughs> a politician. That's why they're here. Okay. But... They have great hearing, and they have overheard some of the times we've been planning. And obvious, obviously, they're going to approach you to try and buy their way into the thing, because you're also a little pile of mam, or you're also a little mammaly thing. Yeah. Well, okay. Some of you are. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Plus, we're far too scary. It's true. All right. So, I think rats are currently scavenging around the feeding grounds because like sometimes if uh, something's not properly fully gooshed like there's some bone marrow you can gnaw at that's pretty good <laughs> so he's just just going through these husks now do you do you want to be the little dog I'll man little all right you're on it okay. <laughs> uh, rats right yeah who wants to know who wants to know uh, i'm a dar sleeper never heard of you oh good I've heard you, though. I've heard you and your friends. What are you talking about? I, I've heard that you have mm, plans. Yeah, who doesn't have plans, right? I would like to be in on plans. Well, I mean, I don't really have executive authority. 
as has been explained to me multiple times. So uh, Don't you have majority vote? There's so many of you. I, I mean, it's not so much a democracy, as was explained to me. Uh, so I don't really vote or give opinions. I pretty much am what we call in the business a person who does what they's told. So. Oh, then let me in. I, I, fuck off. <laughs> I, I thought you'd do what you're told. Yeah, of, <laughs> like by bigger, scarier dudes. I'm scary. <laughs> no, you're like a cute cartoon character. No, I'm not. <laughs> Listen, you're like a cartoon character. Yes, I am. <laughs> Which is why I do, I do what I told, and, and you should do what you're told, and I'm telling you to fuck off. Mm, no. Look, kid, trust me, you don't want to mess with the, with the people I'm involved with. Just forget what you heard, okay? How can I forget? I need to get out of here. I'm going <laughs> to get gooshed. Look, yeah. I mean, most people are probably going to get gooshed. I... If I upset these people, though, they're going to kill me or they're going to leave me behind. And and we're all getting gooshed. So you got to accept that, you know, maybe go out and make your own friggin' plan or whatever. You're young, right? I'm, I'm 73. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I know. So, okay. Wait, is, that, is that in your species years, though? Yes. Okay. Look, I'd love to help you, but... I'm pretty sure as soon as I let them know that somebody knows about the plan, they're just going to kill you in a really awful way. So, I'm sure it won't. They're going to be friends. Okay. In uh, six days, we're going to make our escape. Okay? So, I just need you to meet me here six days from now. I'm going to go and convince them and do what I can. The one thing is you got to promise not to tell anyone else, okay? Can you do if you can do that, I'll let you in and and you'll get off the planet with us. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Great. I can do that. Great. Okay. The little rats like extend their hands and and shake uh-huh. with this with this dog and Dar goes literally skipping off. Great. I did say it was in six days. Obviously, uh, we're on uh, day six out of 11, so that will be one day too late. And that's how creativity won the day on that one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) This this poor little cartoon pug is going to get gooshed real bad. (laughs) It's going to get gooshed so hard. Gooshed is so bad. (laughs) Great. (laughs) It hurts me every time. Oh boy. Okay, so I don't. The fates are mad at us tonight because I just drew the next card for you and I got the seven of wands. <laughs> hey, th- this is actually probably very good for our terrible characters. <laughs> so the seven means an echo from the past, but this is still positivity, creativity, good luck, exhilaration. I think this is just looking back on one of these characters' lives, like before they even came to this prison planet. Oh, yeah. Like a casino flashback from the movie Casino. I'm into it. You know, like Casino. Basically, we just described the events of the movie Casino. (laughs) Yeah. No, there I I am in a casino. Yeah. (laughs) Hmm. Well, who wants to do a flashback about the character's previous life? I kind of want to know more about John's character's previous okay. life. Yeah, corrupt politician. That's good stuff. So we flashback as 
Jackaboyce is watching Jeth slowly put together their emergency radio. He looks off into the distance and it goes misty. And then we see Jackaboyce in an office mm-hmm. with another couple hairy lizards. And they are the politicians that he is giving jobs to. So they're the ones that are sort of in his close-knit cabinet. Okay. Well, I've brought you here because I have wonderful news. Ooh, do tell us your wonderful news. I'm sorry, did you say my character was here? Yeah. No. The, this so, is the flashback. This is the flashback. Okay. Well, well your to... character is like working on this ah, radio yeah. thing. He's working like, flashing back to his Okay, good. So I thought, I thought I heard that I was like in your cabinet or something. No. All right. That makes more sense to me. Good. These are more hairy lizards. Okay. <laughs> mm, yes, I'm eager to smell your truths. Ooh, we'd love to just get our little sniffy tongues all over those truths. God, I love this planet. Mm, yes. <laughs> Ah, I can really taste the excitement here. Oh, it's just building up. Mm. Oh, this town is a cloaca just waiting to get fucked. Oh, <laughs> or whatever else, because cloacas can do all I sorts mean, it's of all stuff. stuff. It's all bad. It's just one for everything. It's just a Ooh. big filth hole. Mm, it's, oh, it's Boss, making me so still have a little cocaine on your gonopore. <laughs> so what is it? Spill the news. So... I've been in contact with the human empire. Ooh, I like it. It sounds horny. Human. Oh, they're very horny. I'm a little disconcerted. I only like humans as far as I can see them. And none of us can see it all. (laughs) Yes, but they have resources that we need. Everyone knows, of course, on our home planet here where we are right now. Lizard planet, yes. Yes. The name of which needs not be spoken of as course, we all know obviously. it. It's why, simply common knowledge. We're inhabitants of this planet. How? Why wouldn't we know? Exactly. Why would we need to say it? Who could possibly need to know that information? It would be like if we listed what day it was or what the name of the city is. Hypothetically, I, it would be like a human on Earth saying, well, here we are on Earth. It, who weird. does that? Or, for example, for us to list our names at this time. I mean, we all know them. Well, we're all friends here. We're You're clearly very familiar with each other. We had some very, like, I feel sexually charged banter with one another. That's mm. not something you would say to someone who wasn't a close friend. Thank you. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Please do go on. The humans are going to give us, ooh, so much. And all we need to do is give them drilling light rights to our core. Oh, uh, ooh, wait, wait a minute. To the core? To the very core. Doesn't that sort of provide, like... The stability of the planet. And Do I look like someone that knows about that? What I am I, a John Rogers? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, clearly John Rogers knew a lot about the core of the historical <laughs> datas that it's we have. It's not a big deal. They'll just detonate a nuclear bomb down there and start it up. We'll you're right. You're spinning. It's In fine. accordance with the historic documents of our people. Silly me. I completely forgot that there's a way to just 
put nuclear bombs down there and fix everything. Yes. yes. Oh, by the way, does anyone have some chewing gum so I can get free long distance on my cell phone? <laughs> <laughs> and scene. All we need to do is kill another Delroy Lindo. <laughs> So stupid. <laughs> I've got bad news. The tarot reset itself for some reason. That's fine. We've been it's keeping okay. track. We've been keeping, keeping track. track. All right, good. Mm-hmm. So if I get a repeat in the uh, upcoming draws, let me know. So the next. Well, uh, we haven't been keeping track of the specific ones, but so I have. Okay. Oh, you have? Good. Because I have the Six of Cups. I know we haven't done that yet. Yeah. Oh, we haven't yeah, had no any cu- cups yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the themes for cups are. Love, friendship, compromise, sensitivity, empathy, vulnerability, bonding, and spirituality. Hmm. Ooh, this is some ripe. Cra- this is interesting because I feel like none of our characters are was, very. And what what was the number? The six, which means a lie uncovered. Ooh. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I'm willing to be a little vulnerable in this moment. Do it. Be a little vulnerable. Hmm. <laughs> Reach out. Just reach out. This is tricky. I mean, my characters are real amoral piece of crap so far. Well, I mean, you're a robot, but what is it that you care about as a robot that would get you all teary-eyed or, I guess, moist Emotionally gooshy. <laughs> what makes you goosh emotionally? <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to approach you very late at night when the guards are... Doing whatever spiders do late at night. I assume it's just gooshing people. Probably. Yeah. I gooshing like each other. The you know. idea that these spiders at night like sing together Ooh. in a really like weird harmony. Oh yeah, and they have like, like ethereal glassy voices up there. Sweet at <laughs> just barbershop. <laughs> oh my baby lies over the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking over a four-leaf clover. That is so horrifying. <laughs> Just this horrible, ethereal, crystalline-sounding bar- barbershop quartet going on in the trees. It's not even just a quartet either, because it's like hundreds or oh, yeah. thousands of these things. Yeah, when they start doing row row your boat it gets real weird up in them trees i like i think it causes a lot of paranoia beneath too like people are i don't know when you sleep on this terrible planet okay i have a lion uncovered it'll be a vulnerability i can do great so here i'll approach you in the middle of the night the spiders are singing their weird barbershop quartet songs how do we keep doing every time we're on one shot uh uh, you can't Rain in the creativity here. Yeah, yeah. We, they, they gave us too much power mm-hmm. is the problem. Jack of Voice, do you have a moment? Mm, yes. I am concerned that my radio assembly skills may not be up to previous declarations. I thought, aren't you the computer? Don't you just know how to do that? I do, but I lack the requisite small fine work motor tools. You saying I need to get you a screwdriver? What do you need? I'm saying I need small hands. All I have is zappers and blades. Yes, well, <laughs> I feel like he deploys them all at once. <laughs> <laughs> yes, very impressive. Mm. Yes, I also well, make julienne fries. Hmm, that is true. You do not have good hands. I mean, look at these. These good, strong hands. <laughs> they look like such... 
strong hands. Your hands are indeed good and strong, and I am joyous to see such large, strong hands. It is I'll, almost I'll the leave opposite your conversation. I'm I would sorry, experience. I was actually another guy, <laughs> and I was... <laughs> I just think that you got good looking hair. I'll leave now. But <laughs> thank you, though. I appreciate. I the do compliment. mean that. Yeah. It's, you, you know, you, buddy, you, mm, mm-hmm. you're great. I mean, they look like they would have been strong enough to save my family. <laughs> Man, that was so sad. <laughs> it's weird how not sad I am right now. God, I'd that say was on like a scale a of times sadder than if I saw a horse drown. On a scale of one to a horse drowning. <laughs> Uh, and I do not even like biological horses. Robot horses are the. It's on a robot scale, so that's a scale of what zero and one. So the horse drowning is zero. So I guess it's a one. While that would be the orthodox concern amongst my people, I find that you are forgetting my predilection towards the two. Let's not get into that. Have you read the paperwork I provided you? Yes, I've read your pamphlet. All I'm trying to say is that I will require a small set of micro-extensor arms, or simply the arms of a small biologic. Uh, Additionally, and this is critical, the assembly must be completed in the pitch dark of the forest at night. Goodness. Perhaps by sound. Hmm. Who could do that? Something small, with large ears. My goodness. If only there were, like, a lot of little tiny things that we do with little digits that could make things for us. If you're willing to trust the tiny arms of the rats, so am I. Oh, shit, the rats, yes! (laughs) But I was thinking of something with a little more torque capability. Are you trying to get the radio shack to help you? (laughs) (laughs) I was going to suggest the small dog creature. (laughs) That tiny cartoon pug? I hate that thing. It gives me the willies. I am just pointing out that it is the correct biological size, shape, and designation to put in tiny screws in pitch darkness. I suppose. Just try to not let him in on things or get near me. Very well. He snuffled at me once. (laughs) Snuffled! (laughs) What is it to snuffle? It's seen. Good. (laughs) Teach me what it is to snuffle. (laughs) I have learned so much in my life, such as how to goosh. (laughs) I have unraveled all the simpler things. Love. (laughs) Humptiness. (laughs) But know nothing of snuffling. <laughs> oh, good. All right. <laughs> Got another one for you, I think. Yeah, the Knight of Cups. So we're still doing cups. Cups, baby. Oops. So emotional stuff, and a knight is an interrogation. Ooh, I'm staying out of it. I already did an interrogation. interrogation. I mean, I kind of think that you got to task the rats to go find the small dog, and <laughs> clearly you know something's up. Hey, rats. Uh, Yeah, yeah, what's up, boss? It turns out that our uh, mutual friend, Jeff, needs help with the project that we're working on. Oh, you mean the 
project that we're working it's on. It's the arts and crafts that we are making. That God's eye, yeah. Yes. God's eyes? I'm going to go up and get eaten by a spider. <laughs> the spiders are gods. I can see their eyes. Uh, yeah, 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 uh, sure. What, 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 what help does he need? Is something I can do? What he needs is that that tiny dog creature to help him. Whoa, wait, the, wait, the, <laughs> the cartoon-looking pug? Yes, that one. God, can I be f- open with you for a moment? Uh, yeah, sure. That what? thing freaks me out. Like, big time, styly. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's real freaky, real freaky, and I don't think we should go near it or, or be around it or, or talk to it at all. I think we just gotta figure out another thing. We don't need that dog, so. Yes, except we do if we want to get out of here. I, well, I mean, it's so creepy and bad. I that know, that's why I'm sending you to deal with it. I mean, and I appreciate that. I love to feel helpful and useful to the organization and all that. Uh, I mean, it's just, if there's a way that we don't, you know, unless you wanted to, you don't want to bring this dog in on the Oh, thing. Jesus, God, no. If I was escaping this planet with him, I'd goosh myself. Okay, okay, so you want me to get... Hey, could get... you guys keep it down? I'm trying to goosh myself in here. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Oh, yes, he's in the gooshing room. Uh, I mean, I can, I can go get this, and, like, what do I... You don't need to talk to him at all, do you? No, just send him to Jeth. Okay, but he's got to talk to Jeth. Yeah, I really feel like this isn't going to work. I know that I don't get a vote or nothing oh, or anything. Oh, yes, I'm almost certain that Jeth is going to just murder him the second he sees him. But, you know, such is life. <laughs> okay, you think he's going to get moited and they're not going to talk at all? I mean, it's entirely possible. Then... Great. That's great. That works out. That that works out great. This is great. I'm glad you share my enthusiasm for murder. Sure. Yeah. Totally. I feel murder. us getting closer all the time. So, uh, yeah, I feel like we're really on the same wavelength and we don't want that dog to talk to anybody here and I'm just going to get him <laughs> so that we can moiter him immediately. This sounds good. Fun. Ugh, I'm so jazzed. I might go into the goose room myself. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you all just keep talking. Now I'm into it. <laughs> now, it's, now it's part of the thing. All right, I guess we're all going to go goosh one out. <laughs> Great. Good Lord. You know what we have? How many scenes do we have left? Two? Two. Because we have not done a single one where we're all there. We haven't. <laughs> it does say in the rules that you don't have to, but I imagine sometimes it wants you to. I think we should go ahead and assume that the finale scene... I mean, obviously, <laughs> we should be together towards the end. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to draw you a card. Mm-hmm. The penultimate card. Uh, unfortunately, that's the hanged man, so we're just going to keep trying. Ah, the three of wands, which I think is one of the very few wands we haven't drawn yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, three of wands is a theft or a heist. Creativity, new will, new ideas, fresh perspective. Okay, I think I can do this. Can you, John, can you give me back the dog? Sure thing. <laughs> All right. Uh, so 
remember what I said about not talking about the plan and how it's critical that you don't even acknowledge to him that you are a part of it because that's how secret it is. Uh-huh. All right. I'm really taking my life in my own fucking hands here. Okay. <laughs> hey, Jeff, baby, buddy. Hi! I, Dar immediately dashes up and begins snuffling around. You. I'm just rotating back and forth between the two, two conglomerations of things that are before me. You don't have a butt to smell. Hi, I'm Dar. I do have a waste port. Hmm. Yeah, don't sniff that though. The exhaust can be toxic. I have been told it smells like an old lawnmower you left in your garage. I love those. Yeah, and if if you sniff too much of it, you start, uh, you know, saying uncomfortable truths that you wouldn't want to say otherwise. (laughs) (laughs) Get get away from there. Get the hell away from there. What are you doing? Are you crazy? (laughs) Uh, The activities of you biologics I find fascinating. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nature's a miracle or whatever. (laughs) Your name is Dar. Uh Aha, Dar Sleeper. May I see your extensor digits? Oh, my fingers! Where's that sound coming from? <laughs> He's a cartoon. Every time I do that, it just happens. <laughs> Dar, how would you like to leave this prison? Oh, I'd like it very much. I knew you were my friend. We're both friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all friends. This thing wants to be friends with every friggin' one. <laughs> Except the giant spiders. Well, I'd be friends with them, but then they'd goosh me. Yeah, no, we heard you singing the song about it the other day. Singing a song about friends. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. The spider's gonna goosh me. I am entering this into my databanks. Oh, it's a good song. Hmm. Dar. Hmm? Do you work in the electronics shop? Oh, yeah. They put me in there all the time. In a few days, rats will come for you. Well, not even a few days. Tomorrow's the day. One more day. Each card is a day. I have a difficult time telling twos from ones. (laughs) You're the numbers guy. (laughs) Those are the specific numbers I have difficulty with. For example, any larger integer I am perfectly content to count to by twos. How many fingers am I holding up? Uh, 117. Wow, holy shit. I, I'm going to guess that's right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Dar has curled up under the robes of Jeff and is peeking his head out. <laughs> this thing is to come to no harm. Yeah. Yay! All right. I mean, we're that's... best friends and we're going to be together forever. Yeah, notably, Jeff is completely implacable to all this stuff. <laughs> yes. There's almost zero atten- attention paid to the, anything the dog does. <laughs> Dar has come out and is walking around the rats, poking each one, going, best friends, best friends, best friends, best friends, Good, best friends, great. best friends, Good. best friends. Yes, best friends. I'm very happy about this. Cause we got everything we need. Mm. Then we're going to be ready to go. Indeed. All right, then. Take this thing to your quarters for the evening. My quarters. Best friends, best friends, best friends, best friends. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. I don't care where you put this stupid thing. Good night. Uh, and I, I think um, 
the the eerie barbershop quartet starts up and people start running and screaming <laughs> once more. I know a lively fellow. <laughs> I, I wish I knew any prog rock stuff. <laughs> oh, we get, we're doing prog rock. Of <laughs> In the court of the Crimson King. <laughs> Oh, perfect. Well, let's bungle in the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, pull us our last card, please. Okay. <laughs> the last day, 24 hours remain. <sighs> the moon is real big now. Mm-hmm. What is that? That's the six. No, we've already drawn the six of wands at least once, so I'm going to have to start us over because that's the 10th card. So here we go. Last card is... There, we have definitely not done the Eight of Pentacles yet. Ooh, yeah, this That's is only a, our second pentacle. Yeah. A fight or a riot. Good, that was part of our escape plan in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think this will have to be all three of us. Yep, all together. Mm-hmm. I was almost going to say this is a montage. Ooh, you want to do it as a montage? We can do that. I, I feel like this is a montage. It, it's just like, this is the day that things Take go down. Take it to the limit. <laughs> Limit. It's all set to like a really long rush song. the point of no return. It's just YYZ is playing or something. <laughs> yeah, so like I think we see the sun come up on this planet. And of course, this is this planet has eight suns. Um, th- that are it has the, many suns. The, the, as the Father suns. Abraham, this it's planet weird. is called Father <laughs> it's Abraham, It's weird by how the much way. of our adventure has taken place at night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like pitch black. There's a point where all of the suns go away. Yeah. I mean, eight suns, it's got to get brutally hot. Like, you can't do much during the day. It's eight suns, but they're clustered up real close, and some of them are bigger than others, and it's just like a creepy collection of, like, Oh, it looks like eyes. spider eyes. Yeah. It's just a... That's why I did that, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, obviously. Oh, <laughs> oh spider eyes planet. Oh, but... <laughs> spider eyes white planet. And they don't even go away at night. They just dim. Yeah, basically. (laughs) They Um, blink. And like, I think that means that like the guards have to change how they're like, like normally they're in the upper canopy of trees, but they obviously can't be there during the day because it's too dangerous with the suns. So that's why we've planned for this to be on a day. Obviously. Like, I think their day-night cycle is 11. That's why they always sing during the night, because it's when they're the most active. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And why they got a goosh during the day to keep up their fluids. Gotta do that daytime goosh, baby. Hmm. Our escape during the daytime. <laughs> we'll escape under cover of daylight in the largest <laughs> car in town. Ah, <laughs> uh, this... This does square with my need to take this pitch black operations working dog with us. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so so yeah like i think the day rises uh and like they're just shots of around the prison like the i think the guards get in these like have you seen caterpillars breeding like those certain like colonial caterpillars that make that big net nest for themselves mm-hmm. and they're just all sitting in it that's what the spiders are doing okay they're it, making a huge net yeah that that like you know, keeps most of the sunlight out, but uh, obviously they have less ability to watch people. I mean, you still got to worry about the sun because it's going to get extremely friggin' hot. All right. Montage sequence changes. It's the entrance to the chapel or the uh, the chapel of the of the prison, such as it is. It's really just sort of a uh, open amphitheater in the forest. Uh, and there are a number of robots leaving it in single file. Uh, each one of them looking a little fuzzy. And as the last one leaves, he turns to shake hands or extensors. He extends a hand towards uh, Jeff, who 
rather than taking a hand, simply nods his entire body forward uh, and then turns, even though he has literally no moving parts that are visible, somehow deviously. Absolutely. I think uh, rats are spread about as far as they can possibly be apart from each other with while still being a single entity, gathering the different like components and whatnot uh, that they need to assemble this radio and all the, the little places they hid these transistors. You see, Jacoboyce has a sack full of things to give to the guard, including little snacks a tuning whistle for their nighttime needs <laughs> i like the idea that he just took we just took whatever morgan free money had oh yeah and a, an issue of <laughs> goosh aficionado rot little rock hammer yeah poster of rita hayworth yeah definitely poster rita hayworth yeah all that open it up and the guard is overjoyed with all of this nonsense just mm-hmm. like that's exactly what i wanted twice as much yeah <laughs> I'm a spider and I don't know. It's just two times as many things as you were going to give me. I'm a spider and you could have probably given me the same amount of things, but I think I'm a canny negotiator. (laughs) We're doing three various serious moments and then we cut to a a shorter montage sequence towards the end, which is uh, Dar and he's just sniffing a butt. Yep. (laughs) We cut to Dar poking the rats. Best friend, best friend, best friend, best friend. (laughs) So, like, so we got to, there's a point where uh, Dar has to, like, assemble a radio beacon or something in the dark, right? Like, yeah, I was a little, uh, I assume that was happening to the riot. We got to get to the riot, too. Yeah. Yeah, that already happened. That's fine. Because my original plan was I I thought we had to escape under dead of night, which is why I wanted to bring them in. Uh, but since we're discovering escaping under broad daylight, uh, we need to change why we need him. No, he he assembled it last night. Okay, okay, okay. In the middle of the night last night, and he still thinks he's going to go with us. And boy, howdy, it, is he getting shoved into that riot? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like him. How does the riot start? Well, that's what the chapel the, the uh, chapel thing was. Okay, so yeah, so then we just see like three of us meet near the kitchen of the uh, uh, or the uh, cafeteria cafeteria area. And uh, you turn to me and basically say something like, is it done? Yeah. Is, is everything prepared? Unfortunately, there are currently no robots in my immediate view. Please take a look behind me. And as you, as you look behind me, you start seeing across the field one by one and almost lining up at first, but eventually it starts scattering its way throughout the, uh, the kind of collection of the, go- the, the robots. Red lights start winking on. Oh, goodness. Yeah, and I think we just hear screams upon screams. How does how does the dog react to that? Like not at all. <laughs> best friends, best friends, best <laughs> friends, best friends. All right, so are we gonna do this? Are we gonna go? Yay! <laughs> Cling to me, tiny dog. We will escape together. Yes. Um, Dar, I have a quick errand for you to run, or else none of us can leave. Quick, go get me my. Scepter, it's over there. Oh the, yeah, the scepter with all your powers. Yes, the scepter. Um, it's in the middle of those robots. Off you go, you little scamp. Yay! Best friends, best friends. Best <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Zap, 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 zap. Oh, I'm getting gooshed. <laughs> what I find especially weird about that is that I have your scepter here. <laughs> oh my. I did give it to you for safekeeping, didn't I? Darn it and <laughs> golly gosh. Well, uh, you know, we we don't have time. We we gotta we gotta set off this radio beacon. 
Because because day's going to be over soon. Plus, it's not like I wish to bring a handful of him back with us. Indeed not. I mean, unless you want snacks. For I the am road. the saddest I have ever been. Only one time was I sadder than this when I saw that horse drown. <laughs> uh, so this brings us to the ending. Uh, and basically the way the endings work is we look at the 11 cards that we've drawn um, and we arrange them by suit. The suit with the most cards drawn dictates how the prison break will go. Uh, the questions accompanying each ending may be discussed or played out in a scene at the player's discretion. Well, we are very clearly wands. Yeah, we definitely hit wands, and that is last-minute complications force you to make creative changes to your plan on the fly. What are the complications, and how do you adapt to them? Is anyone hurt? Who cracks under pressure? And who keeps a cool head? Who is impressed by who? And do any of you work together again? I'm going to say... The last minute complication is we don't actually have enough power to use the radio. And so I begin saying we should hook it up to Jeth and his power core in order to boost the signal. Okay, I can deal with that. Obviously, doing so would severely limit my own battery reserves. I may lack strength to get off planet. Yes, don't worry. We'll take care of you. Hmm. You'll get what's coming to you. <laughs> Your eternal reward. <laughs> I have been feeling mistrusted since you converted my beloved dog creature into a bloody smear. That I didn't do it. The hmm. robots did it. If anyone's at fault, it's you. You're the one who made the robots go. I didn't do it. Very well. Dog. Please. Also, it was clearly an accident. He just wanted his scepter. It has all his power. Yeah, it's my scepter. Yeah, that is true. It does have a very great deal of powers. You know I have that, been Jethric. experimenting with it. You, you've been experimenting with the scepter? Yeah, he gave it to me for safekeeping. <laughs> I don't like it when anyone experiments with my scepter but me. Wait, 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 wait a minute. What In what world does I'm giving this to you for safekeeping mean, oh, please experiment upon this? I mean, only three of them. Yeah. I know that, like, we're in a pretty time crunch situation now, and we only have very little time to actually get off the planet, but that's a weird breach of personal trust. And all of a sudden, you're distrusting us? I will tell you what. I will go ahead and open my robes and open the port that you require to plug in your radio. Our radio. Great. Please. Approach, approach with your coaxial cables. Yes, sure. I love it. I see no problems here. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's going according to plan. <laughs> All right. So the robe slips up and the ports are exposed. Yeah. There's just a little crack opens in the robe and it's just droid. I mean, there's just Android in there. He's basically a, a mobile cylinder. Mm-hmm. Um, Covered in and flesh. Yeah. Let's covered. See. HDMI, RCA. He's a synth droid. He's just a hump with some meat on it. Just a big meat hump. Yeah. No, no. He's just got a little access port that pops open. Okay, that's better than yeah. flesh. All right, here we go. Screw again. Yeah. No, there's no trap. I'm not going to carve you to ribbons. That said, you screw it in. There's a, there's a pause. I am interfacing with the radio. Oh, yes, you do that. Interface with that radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, I Dirty don't like, boy. I don't like how you're saying that. <laughs> it's my fetish. That's your fetish? You seeking, found me out? Seeking local 
signals to reach for. Identifying. Identifying. Inserting some twos. <laughs> identifying. We probably don't want the twos. I, the twos aren't really doing anything. <laughs> Complete. <laughs> one by one, with a sickening slowness, the suns start to turn red. <laughs> the suns are going down? We gotta hurry. <laughs> Did you infect the sun with twos? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you son of a bitch! <laughs> Oh, you're just yelling at a shell now. He used all of his power to do this. What are you doing? I feel like the suns are like getting closer to the planet. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a whole Majora's Mask situation. Well, I guess I better use the scepter. It does have all my powers. Oh, yeah. Wait, what does the scepter do? Oh, it's a teleportation machine. Bye! Click. <laughs> this is the most cockamamie. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't use it earlier. Anyway, <laughs> here, I'll take one of you. <laughs> Man, uh, yeah, I, I kind of think, so this is a panic situation, right? Uh, where rats, like, if one is going to be taken away, he's got to shift all of his consciousness into that one rat or else it's gone. And, you know, one of the questions was who cracks under pressure? And I think it's rats. So... I think you just take a normal rat with you. It's disconnected from the entity as these suns crash down on these rats. That is, God damn you! <laughs> like Chewbacca himself would die. <laughs> Had he the means. <laughs> and then I guess uh, the rest of the story, well, that's just... Cheezor's story. <laughs> this is the origin story of Yeah, well, then I, I created, after that, Red Sun... Mm-hmm. Obviously, <laughs> which you of course hid under the banner of XTZ community or, or uh, shipping, I think it's called. Yeah, yeah. And he just talks about how smart he is and mm-hmm. how good his plans are all the time because this he one worked out great. Shaved off all that fur and drew on some fake eyes, and it was off oh, to the yeah. races. And he got he got that machine that makes his muscles good for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the bed, so he doesn't have to do any working out. God, I wish we could read that book again. That was so, <laughs> that episode. Those episodes were so damn easy. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right, well, thank you both so much for playing this game. I want to apologize to the designer that uh, we went in such a Shizor direction with all this, <laughs> but I think I had a lot of fun, and you can find this game on Itch if, if you enjoyed listening. Uh, talk to you boys later. Thank you so much. Well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week, but don't worry. We'll be back next week with Red Flowers on a Black Grave. In the meantime, why don't you check out one of the other great gaming shows on the One Shot Network? Like Campaign. Campaign is an actual play podcast exploring long-form role-playing. The current campaign, Skyjacks, takes place in an original setting inspired by the music of the Decemberists, folk tales, and classic adventure fiction. Join Liz Anderson, John Patrick Cohen, Tyler Davis, Johnny O'Mara, and Game Master James D'Amato as they tell a tale of daring sky pirates. Also, it's basically an elaborate retelling of Weekend at Bernie's. Just search for Campaign or James D'Amato on iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast app. As always, we end one shot with a call to action. And this week, I want to encourage you to contact your representatives about climate change. Folks, a lot of us like to try and take personal direct action to address our changing climate. Doing things like reducing the amount of meat we eat or trying to reduce the amount of plastic that we use. 
Unfortunately, individual action only has a small impact on the overall greenhouse gas emissions that are causing climate change. And the vast majority of those emissions are made by a few large companies. And the best way to fix this rapidly worsening problem is by changing the way they do business. Frankly, we need our government to regulate them. And in order to do that, there needs to be a loud and passionate public outcry requesting that they do that. You can be part of that by contacting your representatives and telling them that this is an issue that you care about. Now, when I call my reps, I use a site called fivecalls.org. That's the number five, calls.org. There you can find issue summaries for issues like this one, along with contact information for your representatives and a script to read while you're on the phone so your message gets across. Calling only takes a few minutes and it can make a huge difference. Thanks, heroes. As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. For the latest one-shot news, be sure to follow me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod, or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you want to inquire about ad rates, live appearances, commissioning episodes, or you have a general question or comment for the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. OneShot is a production of the OneShot Podcast Network, in association with Paracosm Press. Paracosm Press is a Chicago-based tabletop games publisher. You can find more information at P-A-R-A-C-O-S-M-Press.com. Finally, that music which is right now swelling up over my voice is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Heroes.